everyone, this is Veronica with Horsemanship Unlocked, an equine education and entertainment company with the motto that the horse already possesses all the natural skills and behaviors we so desire. Through the study of applied learning theory and relationship building, we can unlock the horse's highest potential. Join us as we explore the ins and outs of the equine entertainment industry, explain training methodology, share experiences in horsemanship, and much more. And don't forget to check out our website, Facebook, and Instagram for the latest and greatest news, updates, online lectures, and clinic and performance schedules. See you there! Hello everybody! Sorry it's been so long. The world's been crazy and my life has been too, so I'm actually in my car before work trying to find a little bit of time to record this, but I wanted to record this. I got inspiration because it's been on my mind. Um, I wanted to talk today about attachments because there was an article that's been going around social media about horses' attachments. Um, and actually to give you an exact idea of what I'm talking about, I pulled up the article and in this study, research explained that horses appear to show an increased heart rate when separated from, a hu from any human in general. The author claims this is because horses appear to view humans as safe and they are claimed by our presence, but they don't appear to be affected by the presence of specific people. So I guess I jumped a little too far ahead. Oh, research from Sweden's Lynn Coping University believe that while horses seem to relax when they're around people, they don't necessarily form bonds to specific humans. The New York Post reports. Okay, so this article came out, you may have seen it. It's bouncing around um, the internet, but like I just mentioned and like I just quoted, it says that horses don't form specific attachments to specific humans. Okay, and Horse, oh, and it is done by researchers. It's done by a university. And horse owners everywhere are immediately responding saying, I don't agree. This is not true. This is not true. My horse loves me. And my experience says elsewise. Otherwise, I should say. So the reason I wanted to talk about it today is because I engaged in, I tried to engage in a conversation with somebody online and it I wanted to debate. I wanted to hear their side. I wanted to know where they got their sources from, where they got their information from, why they felt the reason behind disagreeing with this article, and they would not engage in a debate with me. And that itself was an attachment. So I was like, oh my God, this is going to be great to talk about. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about horses' attachment. Don't have too much time. Um, but let's do this. Um, so I found that article, saw everybody saying, no, no, I don't agree. I don't agree. And let me tell you, I've been spending 20 years with horses. You guys, if you're watching this, you probably know me or at least see my social media or my Facebook or my website. You know what I do with horses. Uh, you know my education. Okay. I have I did my bachelor's degree in biology, studying animal behavior with a minor in psychology, and then my master's degree in theater studies, but I was at a school that focused on circus. We had a circus and we had the largest archive of circus collections. So I was in the library going through the research and I wrote my thesis on horses in the circus. 
how to train them properly, how to promote welfare, okay? And I did it. And then I went out into the world and I did it. Last year, I had a troop of girls on the road with my horses and we were doing the tricks. We, I was going under the belly. The girls were doing stoika. They were doing, they were doing the tricks. The horses were going bridalless. We were moving from town to town. They were going in the tent. Um, they weren't perfect all the time because they're horses, but I'm not trying to say I have experience. So this is why I believe this. I just want you guys to know that, you know, where my drive is to talk about this because I do have experience, but I also have research. Okay. So I'm a horse trainer. I'm an instructor and I'm a scientist. Okay. I like science. I need to know why, not just how, how do you do this? Why do you do this? And I love my horses like anybody else, but they don't love you back. <laughs> they do, but they don't, they don't form attachments. So as everybody online was saying, no, horses form attachments, this woman proceeded to say, horses are more like dogs. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> they are not like dogs. Dogs are predators, horses are prey animals. Dogs do form attachments to humans. Horses do not because they are worried about their survival. They form associations, which is why a horse might associate you with food, associate you with comfort, associate you with a good time. Horses like trail rides, horses like learning, horses like knowledge, but they don't just bond to you because, and here's why I say that. Attachment is uh, and, and she gave me the definition of attachment. It is a loving bond. And it said in the definition, and she got it from, from a dictionary, um, much like a mother and a child. Okay. So I said, here, exactly. That is unconditional love. Okay. For the most part, we would hope so. That regardless of what that child does, whether it poops his pants, tears its room apart, digs in the dirt, that mother's going to love that child, okay? That child's going to love that mother. If 100 days you go to the barn and you spend a good day with your horse, your horse is making more positive associations, they are going to look at you for partnership, but that 101st day you decide to take out your frustration on that animal they are not gonna run to you anymore. They are no longer attached to you. They were never attached to you. They just made a negative association. They're worried about their survival. There you have it, okay? Think about, you know, we talked about partnership in one of the last um, podcasts and YouTube videos. Think about attachment in a relationship. If two people are attached to each other and one is not good and they are manipulative and they are abusive, that other person, is still coming to them, that's attachment. If you are ne you know, neglectful and abusive to your horse, they're not going to keep coming to you. There you have it, attachment. Now, it's funny because I wanted to talk about this because I told her that. I said, here's the example. And she said, well, I see a lot of horses, you know, putting up with bad riders and there's my definition of attachment. They put up with bad riders and they still put up with it because they are attached. And I said, go look up the term learned helplessness. Okay, it's a psychology term. 
that is not attachment that the horse would be put, you know, be putting up with a poor rider and neglectful situations. That horse has learned, learned hopelessness. And that means if that animal has learned that there is no way to get out of the stall, and the only way out of the stall is to be let out, ridden poorly, and then thrown back in, there's no fight left because they're hopeless. They are learned helplessness. That is not attachment. So then I asked this woman for her sources and she said, I don't need sources. I have 15 years of experience. And I said, who are you? I don't know who you are. She said, you can look me up at LinkedIn. So she's got no, she's got, she's got no website. She's got no publications. She's not a researcher. She's not a name, a big name trainer. And even big name trainers use you know, uh, anthropomorphic things, like let's go into Monty Roberts, right? The join up. You're, put your horse in a round pen. You chase it, chase it, chase it. Finally comes to you. They're not seeking out your leadership. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't, but how do you know? Okay, that is anthropomorphic, that is projecting human emotions onto an animal to assume that they are seeking your leadership as a human emotion would define that as onto the animal because you don't have proof that that's why. More likely, the horse has an ultimatum, be chased and stressed out or come into the middle of the circle and, you know, the pressure's taken off and they can finally relax. And that is a learned association again. So I said, that is learned helplessness if they're going to put up with a poor rider and get thrown back in the stall and whatever. And that's all they have that's not attachment and that is anthropomorphic to say that they do that out of attachment because and I said unless your horse turns into Mr. Ed and can physically tell you that you cannot make that assumption right and then she said and this is petty of me to get into it online but I was not attacking this person I was wanting to discuss so I said, give me your sources. And she said, my 15 years of experience does not need validation. And I said, that's exactly what the definition of validation is, is to find credibility to validate, you know, to back up your claim. So give me your, give me your credit. Where are you coming up with this? Her experience does not need validation. Validation means to back up your claim, all right? And the reason I wanted to talk about this today is because the whole situation was an, an example of attachment. Many people are very emotionally attached to the idea that their horse is attached to them, that their horse loves them back. And to have science or someone tell you, your horse doesn't love you, research says so. And I mean, I would like you guys to read the article because the reason I love science and the reason I need, I, I need credibility is because we need, in order to make assumptions, we need to have something that is measurable. So assuming and projecting human emotions that that's why your horse loves you is not measurable. You can, I cannot go off of your experience to measure love. But uh, they measured heart rates. That's measurable. We can recreate that experiment. And then we can say, well, a raised heart rate means, you know, more stress, more fear, okay, and we know this, um, and then we can come up with some claims, and that's why they got the claim that they got that, 
well, horses, I mean, humans can relieve stress from a horse and that's an association. They, they don't care if you're around them. And that's because they are survival animals. They don't have higher thinking. I had a clinic where a, a little girl was trying to back her horse up and her, you know, she was little, so it was, she probably wasn't asking correctly and the horse wouldn't do it. And she stood there and cried. And I said, what's wrong? And she goes, he won't do it. He doesn't listen to me. He doesn't love me. And I said, listen, honey, your horse's brain is the size of a walnut. You've got to remember that. They are in the moment thinking about their survival. So if you're not asking something correctly, they're not going to react correctly. And don't get emotionally attached to it because you, if you're emotionally attached to the idea that your horse will do something because it's attached to you, then you take it personally and you get disappointed. So me, just like you, love my horses, would love the idea that they are attached to me, but knowing that they are not, and they do something that, you know, they spook that one day, they misbehave, they're whatever, knowing that they don't form attachments and they don't reciprocate that uh, that partnership, higher love, I won't take it personally. And that will create a better response from me to the animal. So it's better to know this and it'll save stress for you and the horse if you know this and you don't form that emotional attachment to the idea of attachment. Does that make sense? Okay. And, and we were discussing this last night because it was just on my nerves and not really on my nerves, but I, I, I said, you know, and this, this, this woman, sorry, backtracking for a second, you know, she said, my, my experience doesn't, going where we left off, my experience doesn't need validation. I said, that is exactly what the term validation means. I'm trying to discuss something with you because I didn't agree with your claim, not agreeing with this article from a university of researchers so i wanted to know where you're coming from engage in this debate with me where are you backing up your claim and she said you she insulted me i can't remember exactly what she said um but she insulted me and she said you are debating with yourself and, I, and that was emotional attachment right there she is so emotionally attached to her idea that her horse loves her back and what happens when we are, when, when something happens in our life, like a loss or, you know, something abrupt and unplanned, um, or you receive information that you don't want to hear, what's the grieving process? First thing is denial. So she completely denied that article. Okay. And then she's getting mad. She's projecting her anger. She's going through the grieving process of someone telling her her horse doesn't love her back. And this is, this is like the, the emotional attachment to the article about attachment and then receiving the information and asking for validity and the denial and that I don't need, this is human issues. This is issues in this country. This is issues in the horse. And I let it go because I'm sure this person means well. She loves her horse. She wants her horse to love her back. This is not a bad human, right? Um, but it was just fascinating. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast. So as I started to talk about earlier, 
uh, my partner and I were discussing this and he goes, but attachment, don't you think your horse would choose you over somebody else? I said, yes, but that's an association. He is associated our, you know, him and I, or the horse and I with safety and food and, and interesting activities, but you know, they're not incapable of forming bonds. They are not incapable of forming partnerships. I said, but PD, when you get home from work, you work well with others, you have good associations with others, but you don't go home and cry because you're missing your coworkers, right? <laughs> like you form a good bond with the coworker or, or not, I, want, I don't wanna say bond because I don't want you guys to get, I don't want that to be confused with attachment. You form a good relationship, a good association with a coworker for years, you work well together. Um, you're, it's a sad, it's a bad association to see them leave, but when they're gone, hopefully you're not losing sleep over it. And some people you're just like, okay, see ya, whenever, we'll call later. That's, that's what we have with horses. We have a good working partnership, but they're independent because their survival needs them to be. And it would be harmful to their survival to form such attachments because if attachment led them to put themselves in danger, like if I were to neglect my horse and he was attached to me and he would stick around, that would be poor for his survival and the survival of his species, okay? So that's what I wanted to touch base on too is yes, they can, form positive partnerships with you and associations, but that does not mean that they are attached to you, okay? They still are animals that need to survive and that's what they were designed to do. And that is why they do not, they form attachments to each other. But the funny part is, is that uh, four horses, when I take one out to be ridden, you know, maybe they have been sitting too long and he's attached to the others and his, the attachment that he has with the other ones are for safety, the association of safety in the herd. They take him out. He's calling. The other ones are like, there's still three of us. It's okay. Because again, they're not going to endanger themselves for the other. And that's where the key to civilization lies. Um, I should find the source, but someone was, an uh, anthropologist, archaeologist was asked, where did civilization begin? She said it didn't begin with language or writing or whatever. It began with caring for those who cannot continue on. So if someone breaks their leg, usually the rest go on to survive. And that this is how it works with horses. The one with the broken leg is going to get eaten. Okay. But humans formed attachments and they take care of that person with the broken leg and keep it going. That's where the civilization came in. Okay, and that's where attachments came in. But horses don't do that. That's okay. Horses are perfectly imperfect. Humans are perfectly imperfect. And, and PD and I laughed last night because I said, people have, get married, have families, and, and do all these things with each other and still might not love each other. Okay, so partnerships can work without love. We would love love, but love is a complicated thing and attachment is a complicated thing for humans. So don't even try to, it is totally unfair to project that onto a horse because they, they're just, 
not capable of that. That's not what they're designed for. Um, there was one other point I was thinking to make and I can't remember it, but um, I want you guys to think about this. I want you guys to talk about this. Let's let's discuss. This is the, this is why I wanted to make this podcast is because I tried to get into a discussion and I couldn't because she wasn't emotionally attached to her idea of attachment and she wouldn't hear it. She wouldn't back it up. And this is what we need. We need to be able to debate and we need to be able to talk and we need to be able to listen. But if you're going to deny all claims and shut the door, then there's there's no open room for communication. There's no open room for ideas. There's no learning, right? We say that about a horse. The horse doesn't learn unless it's calm and feels safe. So if people aren't calm and feel safe, they can't learn either. <laughs> um, I want I want feedback. I want to know what you guys know. But if it's going to be that type of reaction of you are absolutely wrong because I want you to be wrong, then I, we're not going to, I'll probably delete it. But let's respond and not react. We'd love to hear you guys talk to each other, talk to me, get your ideas, get sources to back up your claims, okay? theme of humanity right now get sources to back up your claims and proper sources a great place for you guys to start is the international society for equitation studies um they it's a it's research data on riding horses and working with horses uh it's great it's you can it's like a 25 dollars membership or 35 if you're not a student and you can get access to all these you know academic articles research uh that are that have been peer-reviewed and with measurable data so if you wanted to go home and find out for yourself you could recreate the experiment for yourself that's a great place to start for credible sources to back your claims and i want you to be open-minded okay don't think that it was an amazing thing to accept that horses are don't form lasting bonds but it makes sense when you look at the design of the horse. And like I said, and in the long run, if you look at the horse as a horse and the horse looks at you as a human, and he always will, you will reach a better understanding. You will not take his reactions personally. There is beauty in knowledge, okay? There is beauty in knowledge. Um, I'm trying to think of the last point I wanted to to make about the attachment theory, but I can't. <laughs> oh. Anyways, welcome back. Sorry it's been so long. Today I wore my suit of unity, so that's my cheetah print, because we're not united right now, and people aren't understanding each other, but one thing we're united about is that Carol Baskin killed her husband, so. I wanted to wear this to bring people together. All right, if you have any questions or want to engage in some conversation and talk about research and talk about horse psychology and attachment and what we can do with that information, please let's go, let's engage, let's talk because that's what we need to do. We need to talk to each other, people who have differences of opinions. We need to be open and we need to take in the knowledge and use it and let it transform you for the better okay i wouldn't be here today if i was 
clung to the ideologies of how I got started with horses. And I would still be in the same place and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing with them. And I wouldn't have the understanding that I have right now if I was not open-minded and I questioned everything. Okay. Question everything. 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 All right. Good day and good morrow. Close up.